Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today we are learning Daf Lamed Dalet Amid Beis. We had begun yesterday to discuss the dinim of Hesach Adas. The halacha is that if someone is Mesiach Das, if someone becomes distracted from the Shmira of Truma, so that Truma is Puzzle. We brought a Machlaikis, Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakish, to explain what type of Psul it is. Rabbi Yochanan says it's Puzzle because we're Chayshish that it's Tameh. Rishlakish says that it's Be'etzem Pasel, that it's a Pasel, that even if we were to know for sure that it's Tahar, it's still Pasel. Rashi said that we learned this from Es Mishmeres Trumoisei. So the Gemara now is going to ask Akasha, Rabbi Yechanan is going to ask on Rishlakish. We're holding in the, in the towards the bottom of Dafla Medalet Omer Aleph, about nine lines from the bottom. <coughs> And the main Chiddush that you need to know in order to start the next Gemara is that just like by Truma, there's a din that you can't be Mesiach Das, the Chazal understood they learned Kachim from Truma. And by Kachim, by Karbonais as well, there's a Psul of Hesach Adas. And the Psul of Hesach Adas by Kachim works in the same way as the Psul Hesach Adas by Truma. And therefore, it's appropriate to ask Akasha from the din of Hesach Adas by Kachim to the din of Hesach Adas by Truma. Okay, so let's begin. Eisvei Rabbi Yochanan le Shimon ben Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan asked Akasha on Reb Shimon ben Lakish from the following b'raisa. Rabbi Shmuel ben Oishal, Rabbi Yochanan ben Broika Oimer. Rabbi Shmuel ben Oishal, Rabbi Yochanan ben Broika said... That lul katan haya, there was a little like pen, a little. Rashi says it was like a a, a, a ditch, but there was like a little space between keves lemizbeach between the 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 ramp and the mizbeach. This space that was between the ramp of the mizbeach and the mizbeach itself. It doesn't mean that there was a space between the ramp that lit, led up to the top of the Mizbeach and the Mizbeach because the ramp, the Kevesh, was, was right up against the Mizbeach. But it means that the Mizbeach was wider than the ramp. So the Mizbeach was a large square and the ramp was in the middle of one side of the square leading downwards. So it created a corner between the wall of the ramp and the wall of the Mizbeach. And that's what he means, Ben Kevesh Lemizbeach. So, so the Gemara, the Brisa says that there was a lul cotton between the Kevesh and the Mizbeach, between the ramp and the Mizbeach. shel Kevesh. And the, on the western side of the ramp. What would be in that pen, in that small area? Shesham hayu zorkin. That there they would throw psulei chatos ha'oif, chatois bird carbon chatois that became puzzle. Why would they throw them there? Ute ubar tsurasan, so that their form should pass, that their form should deteriorate. 
in the base hasreif, and then they could be taken out to be burned. So what this means is as follows: when when a animal becomes pasul, so sometimes the pasul is so severe and profound that it could be taken out immediately and burned. But in some cases, the pasul is such that it's not profound enough or it's not vadai enough that you could take it out and burn it because there's also an iser to burn kachim that's not roi to be burned. So therefore they would throw it into this um, groove, this, this pit that's next to the Mizbeach and they would leave it there overnight. Overnight the, the, the meat would become less fresh. That's the tsura that changes. But it's not really about the the flesh of the animal changing as much as it is about the halacha that once there is lina, once the animal ex- was there overnight, it became puzzle belina because we know that you're not allowed to leave an animal, leave an uh, the, the animal, the meat of a carbon overnight, and therefore it would be puzzle enough that it would be appropriate to bring it out to burn. So that's the Lushan. Let's just read that line again. That there was a lul katan between the ramp and the mizbeach. Shesham hoyuzarkin psulei chatas ha'ayf. That into that area they would throw chatais ha'ayf, carbon chatais, that were birds that became puzzle. Ute ubar tsurasan, and their form passed, their form deteriorated, meaning that they were left overnight. And then they could be brought to the base Hasreifa. Now, the question is this. The question is, what type of psul could we be talking about that is not profound enough that it could be burned now, but it, it is profound enough that we need to do something to make it roi to be burned because it's puzzle. So the Gemara assumed that it must be Hesachadas. It must be <coughs> that if somebody has the Chatas the, Aif uh, and they left it in an area where it was unguarded and they were Mesiach Das, they were distracted from it, and the animal becomes puzzled, that that would be an example of something that you would leave overnight for it to become Vadai puzzle. Because when you may see achdas from something, you don't know if it actually surely became puzzle. You just know that it might have become puzzle. But on the tzad that it's not puzzle, and the tzad that it's not tame, but rather it's tahar, so then you can't bring the animal out and burn it. So therefore you wait until it has lino, you wait until it's, it, was, it, it was there overnight, and then it's certainly puzzle, and then you could burn it. But that would only apply if the way that you look at the psul of Hesachadas is that it's a psul because of the possibility that it's Tameh. Then we could say that it's not puzzle enough to for sure take it out to burn. Because what if, in fact, it's not Tameh? However, if the psul of Hesachadas is an inherent psul, regardless of whether it's Tameh or not, that it is be'etzem, it is, t- it, is, it is puzzle, so then why can't you take it out and burn it immediately? Let's see that kasha inside. If you say that it's a psul tumah, that it's a puzzle because of a chashash of tumah, 
So Mishum Hachi Boi Ibur Tzura. That's why it needs this Ibur Tzura. That's why it needs it, this, its its form to pass, meaning that it stays overnight. Because Shema Yovei Elio, maybe Elio could come, Elio Anovi could come via and make it Tahar. Now the Gemara surely doesn't mean that we're actually Chayshish Elio is going to come to comment on our Chatos Ha'oif. The point is that since it depends on the fact that it might be Tameh, and on the chance that it's not Tameh, so then it would go back to being Tahar, it would be fine, so that's not a real, that's not an inherent psul. Eloi amrit psul haguf, but if you say it's an inherent psul, lamali ibur tzura, why does it need the ibur tzura, why do you have to wait till the morning? Vehotnan, doesn't it say in the Mishnah, really this is a Brysa, Vehotanya, doesn't it say in the Brysa, Zeaklau, this is the rule, the Brysa says, Kol Shepsuloi Begufai Yisaref Miyad. Anything that the Psul, the thing that makes it invalid, is Begufai, is inherent, it could be burned immediately. You don't have to take it. You don't have to wait for it to come to go out. If it would be bedam, if it wouldn't be in the meat of the animal itself, says the Gemara, or ubebailim, or there would be a psul in the owner. In other words, that the carbon is fine. It's just that the owner became tummy, so it can't be brought. So then the meat itself is not is not be'etzem pasul. So that's when you would have to to ubar tzurasan. That's when you would have to wait for the morning for the tzura to pass the yotzin lebeisas reifa to take it out to burn. So this so that we're left with this. So 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 far we're left with this kasha on rishlakish. If you say that. That the psul of Hesachadas is a regular psul like any other psul of uh, of a carbon. So then, what is the example of a psul that you would want to wait until the morning? Any psul in the animal itself would be a, would be a complete uh, a, a complete profound psul that would mean that it could be brought out of the base hamikdash to the base hasreifa to burn. Omar Lei, Rishlokish responded to Rabbi Yechanon, Hai Tano, that, the Tano of that Braiso, Tono Debei Rabba Baravuahu. He's the Tano whose Shita was learned in the base Medrash of Rabba Baravua. Apparently there's a Tano that holds the Omar who says, Afilu Pigul Toon Ibur that even pigol needs lina, needs ibortura. Pigol means that the animal was brought with the intention of not following the halacha in terms of where and when the carbon should be eaten. And that creates a psal in the animal. The pashtus would be that that's an inherent psal, and if the animal is, is pigol, so then it would, should, be, should be removed from the Beis HaMikdosh completely and immediately and brought to the Beis HaSreifa. However, as we'll see later in the Masechta, Rabbi Baravua held, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's medayikit from Psukim, that pigol is considered that quasi-psal that you still have to wait for Lina before you bring it out to the Beis HaSreifa. Okay. Zakti Gemara. Zakti Gemara, Eisvei, the Gemara asks Akasha. 
The Brisa says, Nitma Oishanifsal Habasar. Let's say let's learn a little bit about a carbon. If a carbon becomes tame, or the meat of the carbon becomes puzzle. That's a second case. Oi, or a third case, Shayatsa Chutzlikla'in, that the 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 carbon was brought out of the mechitzais of the Beis Hamikdash because certain types of carbonos that are called kachei kachim can only be eaten in the Beis Hamikdash. So if you have one of these three types of psul, either it became tamei impure or it became puzzle, it became invalid for some reason, which we'll see. Or it was taken out of the Kloim, we have a machlaikis about what to do with the dam, with the blood of this carbon. Rebeliezer Oimer Yisroik. Rebeliezer says that nonetheless, the dam could be sprayed, could be thrown onto the Mizbeach like is its halacha. And you can continue to do with the blood what you would do with the blood of a carbon, despite the fact that the meat of the carbon is no longer valid. Rabbi Yeshua Oimer, on the other hand, Rabbi Yeshua says, Lo Yisroik, you cannot, once the meat is not valid, the dam is not valid either, and you cannot do zrika of the dam. Says the Brisa, Umoide Rabbi Yeshua. Even Rabbi Yeshua, who says that you should not do this zrika, he admits, he agrees, she'im zorak, that if you did do it, you shouldn't have done it. But if you did it, hurtza, it creates a kapara, the, the dam is accepted on the mizbeach. Now what is the psul that is mentioned in this b'risa? The b'risa was discussing a carbon that the meat of the carbon either became impure or became puzzle. So what type of psul are we talking about? My nifsal. What psul are we talking about? Now, it can't be talking about... Um, it can't be talking about um, Tuma because that was mentioned already. It can't be talking about that it was brought out of the um out of the the Besamikdash because that was also mentioned already. And it can't be talking about Pigol where the animal was brought with the wrong intentions because Pigol is a psal that affects the meat and the blood equally. It affects the entire animal. So what type of psal is not Tameh, is not brought out of the Beis HaMikdash, and only affects the meat, but does not affect the blood. So says the Gemara, my nifsa lav The only one left is that it must be talking about the psul of Hesachadas, the psul of being distracted with your kachim. And that the, bri- the Brisa is saying that if somebody is distracted from, from kachim, if somebody is distracted from the meat of the carbon, but the dam is still being watched properly, that you, there's a machlaikas, Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer, if you could be miratza with that misratza, with that, if you could put that dam on the mizbeach. So the Gemara says, Lav behesach hadas, isn't it talking about the behesach hadas? I amrit bishlama psule havi. If you say that it's talking about psule tumah, 
that Hesach Hadas is a psul because of the possibility that it became Tomei. So now, then, Hainu de Mishkachas lo de Tzitz. So now I understand how the Tzitz could make it accepted. Now this is referring to a Gemara that we had all the way back in the beginning of the Mesechta and Avtez Zayin, where the Gemara discussed the fact that there is a drusha from a Pasuk that the Tzitz, which was the headband that the Kayengadol wore, had the power to be mechaper for karbanos that were brought that became tame. And the, there's a discussion exactly which karbanos fit into that uh, category that they could be brought um, and, and the tzitz will be mechaper for them. But the Gemara is, but it's only when something becomes tame. So the Gemara is saying, if the essence of the soul of Hesach Hadas is tumah, so then it makes sense that there's a discussion in the Brisa where Rabbi Yeshua says, you should not do it, but if you do it, it does work. Because the tzitz has been known to work, but if you did it, you shouldn't do it, but if you did it, it works. So then it would make sense. Eloi amrit psul So if, but if you say that hesach hadas is nothing to do with whether it actually became tamei or not, but that being distracted from kachim is inherently a psul, so then it has nothing to do with tumah, so then you don't have a tzitz to be meratza. So, so then how did it get its kapara? So the Gemara says, no. When we said that the Brisa gave an example, that the meat became puzzle, we were also talking about a certain type of tumma. My nifsal, what do we mean, nifsal? What do we mean that the meat is puzzle? Nifsal betvul yoim. What we mean is that it became puzzle betvul yoim. Meaning that we've learned in the past that that there's a stage in becoming tahar where a person goes to the mikvah, but he still has to wait for nightfall in order to be tahar and to be able to eat kachim or, or karbanais. And during that stage, his carbon is not acceptable. So that's the case of nifsal. It became, became tamay. It became tamay from a tvulyoim. A tvulyoim was metameyit. So, if a tvulyoim was metameyit, so that would be called puzzle. Frakti Gemara, that's not called puzzle, that's tame. Ihachi hainu tame, that's the tuma that's mentioned. So the Gemara says, trei gavni tame. There's two kinds of tame. There's tame before the mikvah, that's called really tame. And then there's the din of tvulyoim, which is a tuma when a person already went to the mikvah. So that level of tuma and that type of tuma is different enough that it's not called tame, but it's called. And that's the puzzle that the Bryce <coughs> is talking about. Okay. So now let's refer back to the Gemara that we were learning on Daflamidalad Omar Aleph, where, if you recall, we got into this whole sugya of Hesachadas because we were discussing saplings that were truma, that were replanted 
and that the Gemara had said that if you replant saplings of truma that became tamay, on the one hand they become tahar, but on the other hand they're usher to eat. And there was a discussion about how that could be. If, if, if planting it helps it become tar, so why isn't it mutter to eat? So first we had said that perhaps it's just saying that it's, uh, that it's usher to eat for people that aren't kaihanim. And we had a discussion about that. And then the Gemara went to an, a, another uh, teret, saying, and this is how we got into Hesachadas, saying that no, it's referring even to Kaihanim, and that while it becomes Tahar, but since, so it's not Tame anymore, but it's still not edible, because since once there was Hesachadas, it becomes Pasul, and that's where we were introduced to the Psul of Hesachadas. So the Gemara says as follows. Um, Kisalik Ravin, when Ravin went up to Eretz Yisrael, so Ravin traveled to Eretz Yisrael, Omra Lishmaite Kamei de Rabbi He said this halacha, this din of Rav Sheshis, in front of Rabbi Yirmiya. This din that Rav Sheshis said that it's possible because of Hesach Hadas that we've been learning, that Rav Sheshis had said to resolve the difficulty of the of the Mishnah and Trumais, then he said this 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 uh, this solution that the reason that it's while it's tahor, but it's still not edible because they were Mesiyach Das, and he said it in front of Rabbi Yirmiya. Rabbi Yirmiya was very unhappy with that teretz. The Omar and he said, listen to how strongly Rabbi Yirmiya spoke about this teretz. The Omar and he said, Bavloi Tifshoi, foolish Babylonians, foolish Bavliim, meaning the Amoiroim that live in Bavel. Mishum di Yasvi Be'ara de Chashoicha, because you live in a dark land. Rashi says, Bepashtus, it's because Bavel is in a valley, so it's dark, but it could be it's figurative as well. Amriso and Shmaitza de Machshechu, you're saying a halacha that's dark, meaning that it's not the right halacha. Loishmialuchu other of Shimon ben Lakish Mishmeder Abayishia. Have you not heard of the halacha of Rab Shimon ben Lakish, who said in the name of Rabbi Yochana, Rabayishia, a halacha that would perfectly explain the Mishnah to you? And the Mishnah says as follows. Now here, this is very interesting. The Mishnah is talking not about a plant, but about water. Water was used on Sukkot in the Beis HaMikdash for Nisuch HaMayim. There was an avoid of pouring water on the Mizbeach. Obviously that water needed to be Tahar and Kadosh. It needed to be pure, not Tameh, and it need, they needed to be Makdashit for use on the Mizbeach. And we're talking about water that had be, been been drawn, and it became tummy. Rashi says that it was sometimes impractical to just get new water. It wasn't so easy to do that, especially, Rashi says, if it was Shabbos. If it was Shabbos, it was difficult to go out and to get new water. You're not allowed to carry, and therefore we have to figure out a way to use this tummy water for the Nisa Hamayim. So the Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish said in the name of Rabbi Ishiya, he discussed a way to be metaher water. 
This is a concept that we know of in our days because we use this in order to make kosher the waters of a mikvah. There's a concept that if you attach waters to each other, that they take on the same din. And that you can kind of plant, it's actually called being zireya, planting, you can replant water by attaching it to a body of water that's kosher. By a mikvah we have this, that if you have water that's not kosher, mikvah water. So by doing a process called hashaka, which is having the two, making a hole between, let's say, two mikvahs, and having the two bodies of water meet, um, that's, that's metaher, the water, that, uh, that wouldn't be kosher for a mikvah. And similarly, the Gemara is saying here that if you have water that's tameh, so that you can put it together with water that's tahar, and by linking the two, you're metaher, the water. It's like being zireya. And it's a similar concept to the concept that we learned on Amr Aleph about taking a sapling of truma and replanting it into the ground. So the Gemara says as follows, Mehachag, the waters of Yantif, the waters of Sukkot, Shenitmu that became Tameh. Heishikon ve'acharkach hikdishon tahirin. If you connected it to the waters that were Tahar, you, 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 you did this process called Hashaka, and you attach them. Rashi says that there was a Amas Hamayim, there was a channel of water in the Azara that was kosher and Tahar water. And you somehow did a Hashaka, you took a, you, you took this water and you exposed it, you attached it to the water in that Amas Hamayim. And then you were makadesh it, and then you, you were makadesh the water either by pronouncing it kadesh, or by putting it into a clay shares, into a keli, which is where it belongs. So then tahirin, then the waters are tahar. However, hikdishon, if you first made them hektish, if you took this tame water and you were makdish it for the mizbeach, ve'acharkach heishikon, and then afterwards you attached it to the amas amayim, tmeim. So then they are tame, then it doesn't work. What a pella. The same process. If you did the hashaka while it was regular water, and then afterwards you were makdishit, it, it's tahar. But if you were makdishit, and then you did the hashaka process, it's tameh. Says the Gemara Michti, let's see. Zriyaninhu. It's the same process of planting. It's, the hashaka is like planting, as I explained before. Mali heishikon ve'acharkachikdishon. Mali hikdishon ve'acharkacheshikon. What's the difference if you did the hashoka and then the hekdish, or if you did the hekdish and then the hashoka? What do you see from here, Alma? You see from here, ein zria lehekdish. You see from here that once something becomes hekdish, there's a special maila, a special chumra in hekdish, and that the concept of hashoka of zria doesn't work by hekdish. So hachanami ain't real a truma. So similarly over here also there's no concept of Zriya by Truma. So getting back to our Mishnah in Trumais from Amr Aleph, 
where they planted the Shesile Truma, they, they replanted them, so while the planting is effective in making it tahar, that it's not going to be metame anybody or anything, but it's still not going to be usable as Truma, because the concept of Zriya does not work by Truma, just as it doesn't work by Hektish. Okay. Zakti Gemara, Yosef Ravdimi, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of maso um, matan, uh, unusual amount of maso matan here in the Gemara about um, about this halacha. If you remember, this whole thing started because two Talmidim of Rabba met Rava Bar Ovin, who asked them Akasha, and he quoted Rav Sheshis to them, and then you have they, 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 that uh, that. Um, Ravin went up and told Rav Sheshis' halacha to Rabbi Yirmiya. Rabbi Yirmiya got upset by introducing them to the, to the halacha of Rishlakash Mishmeder Rabbaishia. And now the journey continues. Yosef Ravdimi, Ravdimi was sitting. And he also was saying over the halacha. He was saying over the halacha, Ravdimi was sitting, the Ka'omar Lolahosh Maitza, and he was saying over this halacha. Omale Abaya, well, Abaya had a shayla. I hear what you're saying. He accepts this nekuda that being said over um, about that the, that zria or hashaka doesn't work by kachim, but he Abaya was unsure which type of kachim it doesn't work by. So Abaya said to him, Hikdishon beklika Omar? Is he talking about that you are makdishit by pouring it into a klishores, which is a very, very strong way of being makdish something? It gives it a kedushas aguf. Avol bepeh, but if you just said it's hekdish, loy ovud rabbanon maila, that's not a, a, a powerful enough that the chachamim made this chumrah that hashaka or zriya doesn't work. Do we say the Chachamim made this Chumrah even if you just by mouth made, said it's Hekdish? Omar Lehi said to him, shamati. I did not hear anything about this. However, I could extrapolate the Halacha from something else that I heard. I heard something else. What's the Kayoitzeba? Rabavo said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that anovim shenitmau, that if you have grapes that became tame, so if you recall, a while back we learned that according to Rabbi Yochanan, the liquid in the grape is separate from the grape. It's like a liquid hiding inside the grape, but it's not of the grape. It's not the grape itself. So if anovim shenitmau, so if grapes became tame and you want to use the wine, we're assuming you want to use the wine for the, for also for the Mizbeach, for Misachim on the Mizbeach, so Dorchon, if you squeeze them, and then you make them Hekdish, then they're Tahar. However, Hekdishon, if you make them Hekdish, and then you press them, and then you squeeze them, you, you do the process of squeezing out the juice, Tmeim, then they are Tamei. Now this is a similar idea where Be'etzim Rabbi Yechanan holds that the juice inside the grapes is considered separate, and therefore if you squeeze the juice out, the juice will be Tahar. However, once the grapes were made hektish, 
Once the grapes were made hectish, we're going to consider the whole grape tummy. It's also a chumra in hektish. Even though Rabbi Eichanan holds that the juice inside is tahar when a grape becomes tame, but if that grape is a hektish grape, we're going to change the rules l'chumra, and we're going to consider everything that's part of the grape to be one thing, and it's all tame, and it doesn't help to squeeze it out. So that's why if it's hekdishon, v'acharkach dorchon, if he was maktish it and then he pressed it, then it's tame. Now, grapes don't belong in a klisharis. So to make the grapes, the wine would belong in a klisharis, but grapes have no makam in a klisharis. They're not part of the process of bringing a carbon. So the way you're makadesh grapes is by saying that they're hektish. V'ha'anovim de kedushas pen in hu. Grapes is just being makdish with your mouth. V'afilu hachi avud rabonon maila. Oh, it's still you see that the Chachamim made a Maila, that the Chachamim said this Chumra, that once it's hektish, we hold it to a higher standard. So he wants to extrapolate that in the case of Zriya also, or Hashaka, where we said that if it's hektish, then the, then the, the kunz, the trick of Hashaka or Zriya won't work, that that's true even if it's a Kedushas HaPeh and Lav Dafka Kedushas HaKli. Rabbi Yosef, Abayah's Rebbe, objected to this. Amar Rabbi Yosef, Anovim Ko'amrit. You're talking about grapes. These grapes were not for the to, for use in the Beis HaMikdosh. You're mistaken. Hacha ba'anovim shal truma askinam. Over here we're talking about grapes of truma. By truma, Kedushas Peh and Kedushas Kli are the same, because there's no concept of a Kli Shares. The Kedushas Peh did who? Ki Kedushas Kli Damya. Over by Truma, the, the Kedushas Peh, even what verbally make, makes it hectish, is the same thing as Kedushas Kli, so you don't have a Raya from there. Avolhani de boy kli, but by hektish, which does need a kli, so then you could say the peloy ovod rabbanon maila that the chachamim did not make him uh, this chumra, this maila by mouth. Zakti Gemara, one last uh, loose end we have to wrap up before we finish the amud. Zakti Gemara, darchan. You could squeeze out the grapes that are tame, and the wine that comes out is tahar va'afilu tuva, even a lot? That's not what we learned. If you recall on Daflamid Gimel Amid Beis, we learned that it, you have to separate it to be less than a kebeya. Umi Omer Rabbi Yochanan Hachi, did Rabbi Yochanan say this? Ve'ha'omer Rabbi Yochanan, but didn't Rabbi Yochanan say, Anovim shenitmu, that if grapes become tame, darchan, they should be pressed, Pachais, pachais mi kebeya, in bunches that are less than a kebeya, that way, less than a kebeya is not metame, and that way the juice that comes out of the grapes won't be tame from the outside of the grapes. So the Gemara says there's two possibilities. If you want, you could say, yeah, when he said over here, squeeze them out and then be makdish them, he was talking about pachais, pachais. Mikabeya, that you did it in small bunches. The Ibayasem, and if you want, I could say that it's a different situation. Hasam over there, the Naguluhu Berishain. Over there, the the grapes touched Arishain. 
as we recall, Tumah goes in, lay, in levels. So a Sheretz or an Avela are an Avatuma. If somebody touched the Sheretz, he becomes a Rishon Latuma. If the grapes touched the person that touched the Sheretz, the grapes now become a Sheni Latuma, the Havilahu Inhu Sheni. Now, the Halacha is that if a Sheni touches liquid, that liquid becomes a Risha, and it's a Dinder Abanan that we learned about. We're not going to go into now Ba'arichas, but that's why it would be a issue to be, to be, to have uh, grapes of Truma that were a Shani, that, um, that when you squeeze them, the liquid that came, comes out is going to be problematic. But Hacha, but over here we're talking about a different case. Over here we're talking about the Nogu Bisheni. Over here we're talking about that the grapes touched a sheni. What does that make the grapes? The havilahu shlishi, that makes them a shlishi. Uh, if you have a shlishi, if the grapes are a shlishi, we are not concerned about the liquid that comes out of them touching them. The shlishi themselves would be a problem. But the liquid that comes out would not become tame. Okay, we're at the bottom of Lamed Aleph, Amud Beis, and Belineda will continue next time with Lamed Hey, Amud Aleph. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Mara McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.